Uh, I'm gonna go refill my wine because I was silly and I forgot to do that. So yeah. let me go do that. Okay. One second. Yep. No worries. Hey, here. <laughs> you can look at my cute dog. That's uh, Poochie right there. Hi, dog. If you wanna learn how the other half lives, to a world of facts and fibs and fairy tales, with a fail, talk about who you nailed. Oh, girl, just exhale. This is facts, fibs, and fairy tales. Welcome to Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales. My name is Matt Sweet, and I am your factual fairy here to guide you through a world of facts, fairies, and fairy tales. Wait, what does any of that mean? I don't know. That's not my normal intro, but we're committed to it now, so here we are. My guest this week is the incredible, the incomparable Miss Haley. Miss Haley, welcome to the show. Hello. Oh, thank you. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing this evening? I'm doing well, you know? Yeah. It's been a it's been a good day. I love a good day. Um we're going to dive like super fast. We're going to just be like let's get to it. But before we do, um can you uh give us a bit of your definitions? Like how do you define yourself? What what what's Haley all about? Um that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. And it's almost like uh, I didn't prepare no. you for it at all. <laughs> no, you did. Um that's fine. No, I, I mean, she, her, if we're talking about those definitions and also I fall somewhere on the fluid, I'm, I'm more cis, but I still, I've played both teams and so I, I guess I wouldn't call myself anymore like a gender queer, but, um, I love the ladies, so Ha, you know, fiance's fiance's a guy, right? <laughs> but but do you enjoy women? Yeah, that's that's how I that's where I stand. That's a complicated thing to try to define. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It yeah, really yeah. is. But you are currently uh, in fiance territory. That sounds exciting. When does that all shake down? Yeah. Um, we got engaged in January. Incre- incredible um, timing. <laughs> <laughs> Back You're when 2020 me. was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The year was off with such a good start. I swear that at one point, we were popping more bottles of champagne than there were days. Like, we, it was it was a really good time. Yeah. Not to say that it's not still, because I, I really wanted a long engagement. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I didn't want this, but it <laughs> elongated <Right>. the engagement. <laughs> No, there's that. Yeah. What would have been your like ideal window? What would you from like proposal to wedding? What was like the dream? Well, okay. I mean, first of all, I was never going to be a winter bride. It just doesn't go with my um, Caucasian ghost like. I would have I would have blended in with the background. I swear to God. So I was never getting. It was never going to be a year. It was always going to be a year and change. Yeah. Um. I always wanted a spring summer wedding and so we we are still planning that for 2021 which is nice um we did want to have like a rager of a party in the fall which is not gonna happen at this point um but you know we're both it sounds terrible but we don't care like we're not in a rush we'll do it when we can do it when it feels right um i think he wants to kind of be be married and and done with it but i want like you know to luxuriate in it so uh, 
You want to be like, we're, we're going to get married in 2035 and you're just going to have to accept that. <laughs> yes. Um, of course, I want, you know, four or five different costume changes. They're costumes, by the way. Yeah. And, you know, and maybe we're celebrating like milestones at that point. Like, you know, children are involved. Our children are involved. Yeah. We don't. Care. We don't. It's just a. <laughs> you know signature yeah so but it's been nice to be engaged um or it was nice when you could have friends over celebrating with you (laughs) yeah and the the popping bottles phase sounds pretty incredible (laughs) Mm. it's great have you ever sabered a bottle i haven't you know what sabering yeah it's where you like you like cut the top off with a sword yes right first of all it's so easy and I'm sure you're supposed to do it with some fancy sword, but you can do it with the back of like a kitchen knife and you just Shut go up, for really? it. I'm telling you, it's the easiest party trick in the world. And our friend, because um, we had planned this party already and Rich, my partner, thought it was funny. He was calling it general chills. And then when he proposed, he then changed it to very specific chills. <laughs> As the name of the party. <laughs> what a butt. And um, she came empty-handed. She came last minute. She was like, I, I don't have anything for you. But if you give me a bottle of champagne, I'll teach you how to savor. And it was the best gift. Yeah. Because we learned. And then all night, we're all just, I mean, we ruined this knife. But we savored the bottles off the back of the, the deck. And it was really fun. That's so cool. I'm obsessed that with that. That was cool. I saw, I was watching a show recently, um, QI, which is like a British weird comedy quiz showy thing. Um, and they, and, (laughs) and Sandy Tosvig, the host, who's a delightful human being. She's also like (laughs) five foot nothing. She's a tiny little person. She ended up sabering and it was just like, it's the coolest thing. It's so, it's so, it's so silly, but like. so cool. How decadent. You know what I mean? Just be like, fuck this bottle. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've taught everybody to, how to savor. We Now we savor at everything. Like, right. like Mother's Day, Father's Day, Hanukkah, we're savoring. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just savoring the- everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the best. It's such a treat. That's incredible. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. first, I guess I should say congratulations on your engagement. Okay. So let's start there. Thank you. Congrats. Mm-hmm. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry it happened in 2020. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. All things considered, could have picked a better year, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. It's what happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, so can you give me like if if you were in an elevator and you had 30 seconds to try to describe the story that you're about to tell me, can you like what what's what's the very short version of the story? Like if you not maybe don't like reveal any punchlines or anything, but like Okay. How would you entice someone to be like, come to, come come listen to this story? Cool. Okay. Let's see if I can give it a go. Um, so it was back in 2013, and I had just dipped my toe into the, you know, world of Tinder, um, was getting good at it, i.e., yeah. you know, had, had gleaned that nickname Tinderella, was really enjoying myself, and... Uh, <laughs> I met a man who had the most interesting job and, you know, it was what enticed me to go on, on a, I guess, a second date, a third date, um, not what you would expect uh, and uh, deeply involved with the Ford family. 
Oh, uh, as in the Ford who is currently the premier of Ontario and used to be our, our crack smoking mayor. Correct. Well, well, well one two is different. and one is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. the crack smoking one. and Yes. Correct. And yeah, please, please leave office board. to the one who used to be a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. Just in case yeah. listeners were unaware of my political affiliation. <laughs> it does not lean to the conservative set. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Okay. Um, so, first of all, I think one question I have for you based on that. Um, okay. Can you, how would you just, like, what's the definition of a Tinderella? Oh, man. Um, I like text conversations like I actually not sexting necessarily we're not even going there yet I really I think I'm funny and if you if I think I'm funny then my like and I think you're cute then like sparks are flying already because I am just (laughs) bringing it all to the table in terms of my wit and my charm and like I'm not afraid to use emojis I'm just I'm all over the place and if it never turns into a date, I mean, I I chatted with a guy. We texted back and forth for like months because we could never make it work right. before we eventually ended up um, seeing each other and sleeping together. But <laughs> even before we got there, we like kind of magically fell in love with each other because of this witty banter. So I think Tinder for me worked so well because uh, I I just enjoyed the process of getting to know somebody over right. that medium yeah, 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 and because I thought I was hilarious. I mean, to the point that like when my roommate decided to get Tinder, um, she gave me her login <laughs> and this is such an aside story, but it's so good. She gave me her login and she's like, can you just, can you just do this for me? And you know what, like, You're so much better at it than I am. And I yeah. was like, ah, uh, Sure. Yeah. Why not? So and you're managing so two I mean, Tinder accounts. <laughs> oh, it was a dream. I'm. I mean, I think at that point I was probably seriously dating, but I was managing her account, and every once in a while I would like forget that right. I was managing her account. So it was actually kind of nice for me. It was like pseudo dating <laughs> without like real no strings attached. <laughs> While I was in a relationship. Yeah. And um. That's and incredible. that person knew. Um, yes, and I remember at points I would have to give her notes about what we talked about or be like, oh, um, by the way, I fully forgot I was being you. Um, you lived in Israel. like <laughs> Just FYI, you lived in Israel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. By the way, um, you've been to Lollapalooza a couple times. Like, I would right. just forget. Anyway, and I know that kind of sounds a bit, it's 100% cat fishing, which I like didn't acknowledge at the time, right. but it never panned out with any of those guys anyway. So I, I think it was fine. I, I just weeded out some guys and had some funny conversations. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. I, I kind of wish someone would take that on for me because I think, similar to you, I, I love the witty banter and like, I'm not super concerned about whether it goes anywhere. I just like, if you find someone where there's that like chemistry, yeah, it's awesome, but it's yeah. a trap too, because then you meet them and you're like, oh, you're only funny over text. Like you don't have, mm. you don't have the jokes in real life. And I right. just can't have that. Everything. I can't but, do it. And also- have you ever been in that situation? I've been in the situation where I, I'm on a great date. Mm-hmm. It's really lovely. 
um, and I go to the washroom, and I, like this happened to me, and it dawned on me that the only reason the date was so good was because like I love myself, and <laughs> I was like <laughs> working it. Yeah, you're just telling your own stories and having a good time. <laughs> I was just, I was just listening to myself. It dawned on me, so I went back to the table and I sat down and I kind of let the guy try and take the lead, and it it felt flat. Yeah. I have one hundred percent been on that date. <laughs> yes. I was just like, Oh, I mean, great. I'm glad I really like myself and I like dating myself, but like I should be more mindful that the other person is like also delivering the goods. Yeah. Cause sometimes I'll I'll fall in like with someone, I don't know, because I because they laugh at me, but and then you realize like a little bit down the line, like, Oh, you're bland. I don't know how I didn't catch this. Like, yeah, and that's and then and then and then you're in like a little too deep with the bland person, and you're like, oh, now I have to, I have to extricate myself from this, even though how I, do you backpedal? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've one hundred percent been in that situation. <laughs> yes, I'm sure you have. It's very precarious. <laughs> well, it's, and it's so tricky too because, like, you know what? I'm just gonna listeners get into it. We're we're all about self confidence today. Welcome to 2020. When you mm. are delightful and fucking engaging as you and I are, I think it can be very yeah. easy to um I don't know, I, I get a sense from you, and to be fair, I think this is the second time we've ever spoken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I mean, that said, I know everything about you. Uh mm. <laughs> because we're right. the same. But basically, <laughs> For me, I think the challenge I face is like it is when you kind of have this weird magic power of just like being able to drive a conversation, even when the other person is maybe not um, (laughs) participating at the same level. It can be really easy to deceive yourself into being like, oh, wow, that was so great until you take that moment to step back and go, wait, all of those jokes were mine, which admittedly were hilarious. But like, yeah. Where were the jokes they brought to the table? You know what I mean? Yes. Or like, what did they, did they ask me the questions or mm. was I asking all of them and then, you know, maybe waiting for them to be like, and you kind of thing. And I was like, oh, this isn't great. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. And so, but that's a great, I mean, I'm doing your job for you for a minute. That's a great lead in. Yeah. Because Give us a I'm segue. Serious. Let's go. Because... Because I would go on these dates with guys on Tinder and I would be like, so how have your Tinder dates been? Mm -hmm. You know, like, tell me your like most outrageous one or whatever. And I mean, some of them are just like, I don't know. And they don't have anything or. How? How do you not have a bad one? Everyone has a bad Tinder date. Everyone. I know. And or like, what was the best one? And, and, you know, if I, if I would get an answer or I wouldn't get an answer, it really didn't matter. Cause I just wanted to tell them that like their date was never going to match the one that I had. <laughs> right, right. And also, it was like, all lead up want... to be like, and let me tell you about why your story sucks. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like, yeah. Or like, oh, that's good. But here's one. And then, you know, I, ha- I actually had a couple like lovely humans, not try and top it, but you yeah. know, they really brought them their best selves to the next date that we had if they, you know, were lucky enough to get another one. Yeah. And I'm convinced it because it was because I told them about this date. Oh my God. I can't and, and how outrageous it was. <laughs> I'm serious. And on I that used note. to use it as, I use it as my material with everyone. Now. Yeah, right. <laughs> It's like in job interviews, this is the story you tell. 
Oh yeah, totally. All right, we'll dive in. Sure. What what year is it? Where are we? What's happening? Okay, it's it's 2013. Mm-hmm. It's um, November. I have actually just moved back downtown uh, and in with my my then roommate, um, who's wonderful, and she's the one that nicknamed me Cinderella. <laughs> and we're talking her, Toronto, her- right? Yeah, yeah, Toronto. Okay. Downtown. I'm in uh, I'm in Roncesville. And I had just broken up with a couple of people. And um <laughs> no, like and, I'm, and I'm on <laughs> Yeah. Scratching them off. Right. And uh, I'm on <laughs> I'm on my Tinder care. And um so this was easily like the second person I'd ever uh, matched with or, or even not even matched with, like gone on a date with. Mm. Okay, so it's twenty thirteen. It's it's fall. It's cuffing season, and um, we he's a wonderful guy. Um, you know, for the sake of the podcast, I'll call him Kevin. Oh, and, I love a Kevin. Yeah, Kev. I'm and, gonna write that um, down so I remember to call him Kevin. Ooh, yeah, great. Well, it's the only name you know, so that's great. Um, <laughs> so Kevin, he seems. Like a real, like upstanding guy, and I don't know how else to put it. Other, well, listen, he looked a little vanilla. I wasn't sure if he was gonna like get on my level. He right. seemed really sweet, and yeah. I was like, "That's great," but like, you know, I couldn't tell from his photos if I could like swear in front of him or or you oh, know what what is he odd like a things gosh he's person? done. Oof. He, yeah, he. I mean, like East Coast boy. I think it was like some small town musician. I was like, okay, let's see what we're, you're all about. Yeah. So, because he's very cute um, and and quite tall. And you were saying earlier about the the host that was really small. I'm I'm under five feet, just but I'm under five feet. <laughs> right. So. I love a tall. I love me a tall drink of water. And I was like, let's. I love the expression. Let's... I love me a tall. <laughs> right. Good. I just love a tall. <laughs> um, I mean, if you're going to get the jungle gym, you might as well get the big one. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Let me work for that upper ring. Um, <laughs> and so, and meanwhile, my fiance is like 5'8". It's fine. Um, uh, Don't worry. He won't listen to this. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um. So anyways, we get to talking and I really do want to know if this guy can like, you know, play ball. Yeah. And so our first date, he asked, you know, for me, he's like, do you want to pick a spot? And I was like, yeah, sure. And what I ultimately ended up choosing for us to do was a, a dear old friend of mine was raising money for cancer. And he had decided that whoever raised the most money would tattoo him, whatever they wanted, wherever they wanted. Oh, okay. And live in a bar, like, live in front of people in a bar what <laughs> and so yeah okay this is amazing so i'm like this is your first date can you can you fuck with this and yeah. he's like yeah i i can of course fuck with this um <laughs> so that's really fun to begin with because then of course i've kind of set the scene like if it's not going well then at least we have something to watch we have like some hilarious yeah. you know he ended up getting his his butt tattooed so that was so, so fun and funny yes it was actually really great like in and, the middle um, of a bar he's just got his ass out getting a tattoo from someone who yeah, doesn't know it, how to tattoo i'm pretty sure it was and i'm pretty sure the guy that did it is like a fairly well known like skateboard dude 
And I know they had a tattoo artist on hand to help, and the guy probably did like a little bit of of whatever, right, like guidance. But yes, and I'm I, I'm also quite certain it was at the Dog and Bear on Queen. It, the whole thing was amazing, and Incredible. it was like, uh, I mean, the, what a great first date! First be. of all, excellent first date. Thank you. Well, curated. thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, I just wanted to see how far I could, you know, run with this guy. Yeah. And so, okay, so we're there, and we're shooting the shit. We're having a really lovely time. He seems still, like, lovely. You know what I mean? Like, very sweet. So sweet. And, yeah, so sweet. But he also, like, can get on board with the ass tattooing in the middle of the bar, which was great news. Yeah. And um, so we get to talking about what we do, and he's he leads, which is great. He asks me what I do, and I give him a bit of a background on it because it's not always, like, it's not the most well-known of jobs. I'm sure. I'm a talent agent, and I work for a keynote speaking bureau, and people have a lot of questions because some people don't know those agencies exist and what they do and who, what, where. Yeah. And then we get to him, and I'm like, what do you do? And he says, I work in politics. And I was like, oh, that's that's great. That's really cool. And he's like, yeah, but he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to, like, go any deeper. And I'm like... <laughs> Suspicious. What do you do in politics? Yeah, yeah I was like, because he's nodding and drinking, but you can also tell he's getting a little like mischievous, which I liked. Thank God, I was really worried there was like not a whole lot. Yeah, and um, I was like, what do you do in politics? And he says, well, you know, right now I'm actually an assistant. And um, I'm hoping that it leads to something more. And he's like, actually, I think I'll be getting out of that role quite soon. And I was like, oh. All right. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, hell, you don't know politics. Like, <laughs> <laughs> who's in politics? Yeah. And the thing You're I not going to be able to pull like, this from the Rolodex. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I'm not going to say anything, you know, that sounds smart. And, right. <laughs> um, it's, it's such a shame because I'm... I work in an industry where you should know a lot a lot about a lot. And I guess I do. But I, I also think I, you know, just do a lot of researching, you know, frantically while I'm on the phone with the client. So I can't do that right now. Right. And you don't have your Google machine I right with it. you. Yeah, I, I can't look down on my phone or like at a note on my hand. And right. um, I say to him, I was like, well, I mean, I'm, I said, the only thing I really know about politics in Canada right now is the Rob Ford scandal, but that is really interesting. And he kind of looks down into his beer and nods his head, and he's like, yep. <gasps> and I oh. lean in, and I was like, Kevin? <laughs> Kevin. Do you have something to tell me? <laughs> and he's nodding into his beer, and I'm like, Kevin? <laughs> Kevin. Who do you work for? <laughs> And in like a very quiet voice, he's like, I am Rob Ford's assistant. Incredible. And this is like, the crack case has just broken. This is yeah. like that era. It is just broken. And I was like, oh my God, I'm sweating. Like, yeah. I'm so okay. excited. I have you to know? pause you. I have to pause you. Because I think we do, for the listeners who are not from Toronto, who may not have been paying attention... At this time, the mayor of Toronto, Rob Ford, had just um, revealed? Is that how it went down? I honestly can't remember. Basically, it came out that he was a crack user 
while being the mayor of Toronto, like at the same time. Yes. I don't know if he revealed it. I also don't remember if he denied it. I do remember there was a video leak. Oh, that's right. He denied Um, it, denied it, denied it. And then suddenly there was a video of him doing it that was like within the last six months. Yes. And one of actually uh, one of uh, our speakers, you know, in in the keynote world, um, a very well-known Canadian journalist. She's wonderful. Um, I think she was also one of the ones that cracked the story, like opened up the whole case. Yeah. And and so I knew enough about what was going on. Because you had Googled that while talking to her on the phone. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I knew how to, exactly, you know, that's my job. Um, <laughs> really good at Googling. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so good at it. I'm really, really good at it. Um, so, so yeah, so the mayor of Toronto uh, is, you know, um, what's the word? He's, it's a story leaks that he is a crack cocaine user and, you know, all shit breaks loose and yeah. people are um, trying to... all to... kinds of ways about it. All kinds of ways. Yeah. And then at one point he was yeah. on Jimmy Kimmel for some reason. I don't know. Uh, and at one point, um, he... Wasn't he on... Uh, he was being interviewed because it was, it came out, somebody, again, another rumor, that it was rumored that he was cheating on his wife and the way he responded was, I have plenty to eat at home. Oh my I God, think. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure he said I have enough to eat at home. Or, or yeah, because it was something about like, like it was specifically eating. about uh, about performing cunnilingus on like whoever yeah. the other person was, and then yeah. he said I have enough to eat at home, which is <sighs> outrageous. It's outrageous, but in a lot of ways, just like truly incredible. What a beautiful moment in Canadian history. You know what I mean? Mm, uh, mm. Oh, I know. What a delight. So, <laughs> yes, yes. It was. It really was. And so, I mean, immediately Kevin becomes like far more interesting to me. Yeah. Because I want to know everything. Absolutely you do. What do you know? What do you tell me? What can I tell other people? Yeah. Yeah. Like what's happening here? So I was like, okay, well, I can't, we can't go any further without a shot of tequila. Right. Um, (laughs) This is still date one. (laughs) Oh yeah. Incredible. I'm like, we're gonna have a shot, and then and then you're gonna talk. Is basically what I said. To him. Yeah. And I mean, I asked so many questions. I just wanted to know everything, and and of course, um, he, I, you know, at times was was not like he wasn't withholding necessarily, but sure. he was delicate. You could tell, like he didn't. It's not that he didn't trust me. I think he trusted me because I I think he thought I wouldn't remember anything the next day. So that's fine. That's what the tequila was for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I put his mind at ease. Um, I probably seemed really loose, but um, but I you know I I, I just wanted to know. I wanted yeah. to know every where was he when it happened and and how did Rob respond to his team and like is that why he was leaving? Obviously, it was. Um, because no one really wanted to be involved at that time, right? Yeah. Everyone was kind of fleeing, fleeing their job. Abandoned forever. ship. Yeah. So, anyways, um, he he's just like he's so much more attractive now, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. When you look past the kind of gross and disgusting political part of him, <laughs> absolutely, no question. No Fascinating. Question. Do you know what? 
Do you know what's funny is I genuinely don't know if we ever got around to talking about what his how, or how he leaned or right. what his political views were. I didn't give a shit. I was like, right. no. I mean, you're the Are assistant you to Rob friends? Ford. Of course, you must lean a certain way. That may or may not yeah. be true, but it's it's likely. I think, I think his, um, to be perfectly honest, because I actually don't know a whole lot about the his educational background. I'm not sure. I wondered later because i think he just kind of slid over into a new role i wondered mm-hmm. later if this was for him more of like a stepping stone i know he wanted he was a budding musician i actually creeped him before this um i know he's moved to la um he's got smoke and hot wife and so i don't <laughs> think he's in politics yeah that mattered to oh. me i was like yeah Ooh, okay, okay kevin get your life yeah okay okay <laughs> come on kevin <laughs> yeah uh, i want to be kevin i want to be in la right now minus America and COVID, Trump. but like, every, well, yeah, or Trump, same, same. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. really same. America, same, COVID, same Trump, they're all kind of interchangeable right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, so that aside, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm peppering him with questions. Yeah. And we're having a great time. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not forgetting to be charming while asking a million questions. Because that's how you get the like, good information. I, you got it. You got to be yeah. charming. You got to be. Yeah. Listen, I went to school for journalism. They tell you tits up. No, they don't. <laughs> There's a whole class. Tits up, ladies. <laughs> tits up. Um, <laughs> you know, but you catch more you catch more bees with honey. So I was very sweet. Yeah. And um, provided provided some, you know, alcohol. And we had a great time. We had a gay old time. And um, at by the end of the night. Yeah, it was like, it's been so much fun. Like, I'm so, you know, I'm so glad that we were able to do this. And in my mind, I'm like, I don't know if this guy's getting a second date. I just know that now I have like, you know, um, coffee, what's it, water cooler talk for the rest of my life. Right. Okay. It gets so much better. Because you were like, like, what is that? Is that one degree away from the Rob Ford crack smoking scandal? I think that's one degree. Yeah. It was pretty close. I mean, maybe I would have been like one degree if, if we had like swapped fluids but i was like really close <laughs> right you know you were definitely really in the close. circle you were in the radius yeah you were in the radius yes so we're we're like about to part i don't even think we kissed on the first date which is fine um not my mo but you know um he was a nice boy and we're just about to to part ways and i was like this was really nice and he was like yeah it was and i was like maybe we can like see each other again i don't know what you say when i don't know and when you're not making out yeah <laughs> to make a point and um yeah how do you seal that deal <laughs> how, how do you get to a second day without anyway but that tits up and, and right. lips out i don't know um <laughs> tits up and lips out is right i mean that should be on a t-shirt one day when <laughs> i get around to making merch for my show which i'm never gonna do but if i ever do yeah, yeah. tits up lips lips out is definitely on the list it's great that's great. I'm so glad to make the list. Um, so he he says to me, he's like, well, um, you know, I'd like to take you out again. And I was like, oh, that's really sweet. And he was like, yeah, you know, I'm wondering uh, if you'd like to maybe come to um, my Christmas party. Okay. And I was like, Kevin, which Christmas party are we talking about? 
are we talking about your family Christmas party or are we talking about the Ford family Christmas party? <laughs> like, we're talking about the Ford family Christmas no, party. No, shut like, up. Shut the front door. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Absolutely. So I just, I mean, it must've been a great date for him too. Cause I snagged myself an invite to the Ford family Christmas party. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like right? I, <laughs> I was excited when you kind of gave me the Coles notes of this story. <laughs> But like now, so like I've, I've been sweating this whole time, but now I'm just like, I'm so excited. I'm sweating even more. <laughs> oh, it's, I, it was just amazing. Like I remember running home and um, my roommate going like, how's it going? I'm like, oh, I'm great. I'm going to the Ford house. She's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> going to the Ford family Christmas in the middle of the crack cocaine scandal is like, that's my dream. Like I it's want like, that. I want. I won the Toronto lottery, right? you know, like <laughs> the cultural zeitgeist. I hit the jackpot. It was insane. I was like, I've never, I don't under, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so that, right. It was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. <laughs> I'm dying. So, I'm dying. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, this is the best. And so it gets so much better. Cause he's like, okay, listen, we should meet before the party okay. to get our story straight. And so that I can kind of brief you on who's in the room. And I was like, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And so I don't even remember where we met. I actually think we may have gone out for like a meal. He was like, this is going to take a minute. So we went out. for. Okay. I got to ask. I got to ask. What were you yeah. wearing? What do you decide to wear to the Ford family crack cocaine Christmas? So that is a great question because he basically told me, he's like, I kind of need you to tell me what you're going to wear so I can like, yay or nay. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're like, right. tits up, girl. Let's go. Yay. I was like, okay, all right, sounds good, whatever. And I remember I, I put it on, I like snapped a photo, and he was like, that's borderline. And I was like, oh shit, all right, fine. But I thought it was great because it was like a three quarter length, um, very, it was like super tight fitting black dress on top. And then like it kind of, it's a skater dress. So it, it kind of goes out a little bit at the bottom, and it's, it's like, faux leather at the bottom but it's not skin tight all the way down like I left a little bit to the imagination and I thought it I was so covered I was like is the neck right covered <laughs> and he's like that's borderline and I was like well shit what am I getting myself into yeah what else is in my closet of course, <laughs> right yeah what do you what do you want me to I mean I can look orthodox but I don't want to so that's <laughs> where I draw the line mister yeah so but he really like so we met up and he briefed me on everybody that was going to be there it was going to be like a small affair which you know and but he also briefed me on you know there'll be news anchors there waiting outside like CTV and city TV and global and he's like just don't talk to anyone and um you know he kind of gave me the rundown of who in the family was there and what they do and what they're all about. And, you know, some not safe for work 
anecdotes about them just so I was prepared, which was really sweet of him. Yeah. Um, and also like a wild glimpse into that world. And then of course we kind of had to come up with a better backstory than we met like two weeks ago on Tinder. While someone was getting so, their ass tattooed nearby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that's going to be like, that's the no fly zone. Right. And so I think we decided that we were old high school buddies because I, I come from a background in theater and he, he music. And I think we, um, so we'd known each other a while and we bumped into each other on the streetcar and we started chatting. And I can't remember. I think we'd actually, in, in our sort of like briefing, mention like that we'd been dating for three or four months right because he actually had to get clearance for me from his higher ups to oh, come to shit. The okay yeah like he had to get this whole thing you together. were you were sort of vetted with a lie to be clear i was vetted i was vetted and i'm sure they could have even looked me up just to see what yeah. i was all about which like could have also led to problems because right. I, I do have a background in journalism and i've done some sketchy shit that's on the internet so <laughs> It yeah. could have gone sideways. Yeah. Um, so so that's our second date. I don't, again, I don't even think, like, nothing really romantic in it. We're just, like, Having shooting this shit about the family. We don't have time. Yeah. We don't have time. <laughs> so then the day comes, and or the night comes, and it's actually the same night as my staff party, and I'm so excited. And, of course, I think I told you this earlier. I'm, like, running around the party it's my party trick. So I'm running around the, my staff party telling people, I'm sorry, I have to leave early <laughs> because... because I'm going to the Ford family Christmas party. And again, in the middle of the crack cocaine scandal, which like in 2020 oh. terms feels so like quaint and adorable. <laughs> oh, or like people would be like, why are you doing that? In this yeah. case, people were like, how did you get an invite? You know what I mean? <laughs> and so... I get picked up from the party and I think it's just Kevin to come pick me up. No, no. I get picked up in like a giant tinted window black SUV. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. It's like, it's like their personnel have come to pick me up with, with Kevin and hit a buddy of his. And, um, no one's got cell phones on them because apparently that's not really like allowed, but that was a piece I didn't know about. And then he and then Kevin was like, "Okay, we actually need you to pop this address into your phone." And I was like, "Oh my God, I have Rob Ford's mother's address in my phone." <laughs> and I, I was like, "What can I do with this power?" Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know. And so, and and already, I should mention that I'm like half in the bag. I'm right. so. I'm like, <laughs> And I've been going around telling people at my party that, like, I'm going to get a, a, a picture with the two Ford brothers and call it a Ford sandwich. <laughs> and I'm, you know, you know, I'm like getting, I'm getting like Rob Ford loose. I'm like cracking yeah. these jokes. Yeah, okay? the, the, uh, <laughs> the ideas are flowing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, and it's great. And so, and we do get to the house and uh, it's a lovely house. I don't, I honestly can't remember where it was. Pro it was like, I think Etobicoke and um, get out. And there are, of course, like journalists and the big cameras and everything outside. And Kevin's got me like real tight by the arm being like, don't do anything. <laughs> and I was like, 
okay. Wow, you know me. Yeah. yeah I was like, what do you mean? And, yeah, yeah. and it's just like, I think it was, well, it was one of the like kids. I'm pretty sure it was Rob's nephew um, answers the door and it's like a spitting image of them, oh, but shorter. Crazy. Yeah. It's just like a miniature version of one of the Ford boys. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You're very small. Yeah, it was. And he's like, come on in. The party's downstairs. And it's really quiet. It is Rob's mom's home. And they're having this, like, party in the basement. And there's all this home-cooked food and music. And, you know, like, there, it's probably maybe, like, 15 or 20 of us. Oh. And that just feels so intimate. And yeah. I just, like, this whole thing feels very intimate. And um, What a trip. That's a trip. It was. It was nuts. And I mean, things like, first of all, there's a third brother. Oh, yeah. No one ever talks about him. No, his name is Randy. (laughs) And he is an outrageous human. Like, he (laughs) is. Oh, man. Just one of those people where, like, I'm sure he he wants to come off a certain way. I mean, he was, if I'm being honest, um, the gropiest one of the three. (gasps) Just wanted to, like put his arm on my waist and show me his shoes. I was constantly looking at his shoes because they were like snakeskin. I don't know. <laughs> and he was just, can I, I just, like, can I just stop you right there for a second? Just to acknowledge. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, Oh my God. The idea that gropiest is, is one of the references here is kind of super <laughs> gross to me because it's like, that implies that everyone was a little gropy, but he was the gropiest. Yes. <laughs> well, to, it was gross. You're right. To, in Rob's defense, he was putting on a really good show that night. But to the point, like, for example, his his assistants would ask him, do you want a drink? He kept being like, no, like yelling at it. He's like, no, no, no drinks for me. Like really making it clear right. he wasn't drinking, yeah. which was very interesting. And then anytime he walked by me, within like a couple meters, he put both his hands up in the air. Oh. As if, like, to show, here are my hands. Just to be clear, I've are. got more than enough to eat at home. Yeah, and I was just like, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to, I mean, I guess you have to do that. That's what I mean by, like, the gropiest. Like, if they already have um, this this kind of personality. Yeah. And they, to the point that you've got to put your hands in the air when you walk by, like, a, a pretty young girl. I was like, what? That's so fucked. That's so. Every time he walked by me, like two, like two hands in the air, like getting a cavity search kind of shit. Like it was, (laughs) it was wild. And so, and of course, so the night goes on. Yeah, and and so by the way, this is like technically our third date. So my third date with this man is at the Ford family Christmas party. (laughs) And and you got to put out. It's the third date. You got to put out. That's how this is going. Oh yeah. But, I mean, listen, the only thing I kept putting out was my phone, which he kept having to, like, rip away from me. <laughs> because we're all, at one point, we're all caroling. First of all, I don't know if I've made this clear. I'm Jewish. I don't really know carols very well. And I'm, right. I'm like, squished between um um rob's mother and like another family member and i've got this like beautiful um book of carols or like you know photograph i mean photograph sorry um photocopy book but it's still from the 70s or something right. it's, this it's book been of around carols. 
it's been around and, and I, her arm is mama four's arm is around me and kevin is off singing so i'm like left to my own devices incredible and uh so of course i keep trying to like pull my phone out to like film things yeah and he keeps like smacking it out of my right. hand <laughs> So it's going, I mean, it's going well. And then, of course, I think one of his colleagues was on to us because she came over to be like, um, so how do you two know each other? And I inevitably <laughs> fucked up our story. Right. Because <laughs> you were I, half in the bag. Like, I mean. Yeah, she was like, yeah. She's like, how long have you been together? I'm like, oh, a couple weeks. And Kevin's like, months. <laughs> I was like, a oh. couple months. She's like, oh, yeah? Where did you meet? I'm like, oh, on this streetcar. She's like, we met in high school, and we bumped into each other on the streetcar. I was like, that. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Correct. Right. So you're holding it together <laughs> very well. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I can't. I mean, I just can't. I, I, it was great. And then, of course, and the night's winding down. And, you know, all, I mean, it just felt so, it was a whirlwind. Because yeah. I was like, wow, I'm really an outsider, but you're also wonderful. And this is so strange. And of course, I've like fully pocketed the um, Christmas carols. Yeah. Like, put, like down my my top. Right. Because um, you just, you and need some sort of token of this like moment of insanity in your life. Like you need it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I still have it. I think I woke up the next day and felt like mildly guilty. But then I also woke up the next day. Um, I'm fully clothed which is, it tends to happen to me when I've had far too much. I'm like in my coat. And oh, you woke up aside. in your coat? Oh, yeah. Like coat and shoes. Sometimes I would like yell at my roommate to help me out. But most of the time, I just, that's just how I fell asleep. Right. And if, if I was really drunk. And anyways, and I should probably get it and show it to you later. Um, but that wasn't the only thing we took that night. And um, when I opened my coat, this like Rob Ford Mayor mug comes like tumbling out of my shirt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, wow, Haley, you got to work on your thieving when you're drunk. But I mean, I think I think Kevin helped me with that. I vaguely remember him having the mug and like looking at me in a way. And, right, and so I don't think I was alone. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> It was it was quite incredible, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" I kind of feel, you know, good about being here and not good about being here. But I love that this is a, a fucking date right now. Yeah, and and they have nothing but lovely things to say about Kevin, which was cute. Because in my mind, I'm like, "Man, if this guy didn't have this connection, like, well, I wouldn't be we, with none him. of this would have occurred." Yeah, none yeah. of it. Yeah, and I actually, I kind of think he knew that too. Ooh. Because we didn't end up like we didn't go on any other dates. We like had a g- good makeout at the end of the night, but that was it. I think we were both using each other. Like he, I think oh. he wanted some like good arm candy for the party, and I think I wanted to be that arm candy at the party. Yeah, you know? but that was and... it. Like you, you never saw each other again after date three. Oh. No, nothing. What? That's so crazy. I I know. We were like, see you later. I honestly think it was more like an arranged date, or an arranged, yeah. like I was an escort, like a real <laughs> Okay. I don't no. think what you did was quite uh, in the vein of sex work, but I love that that's no, the journey No, no, just on. like the hot, yeah, no, 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 like the hot chick that you pay to go on a date with you and like maybe sex. I'm sure he wanted it, but I, I certainly wasn't, I mean, I was, I couldn't see straight, so there right. was no way I was, 
I really did get, you know, Rob Ford level drunk and I felt great about it. <laughs> and at the end of the night, I go to, 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 um, to Doug and Rob and I was like, can I get a, a, a photo with the two of you? And they're like, of course, I don't think they like actually put their arms around me or maybe Doug did, but Rob didn't. And <laughs> he was busy having his hands the in the air. <laughs> yeah, he's got his hand in the air. Just before the photo's taken, um, Doug turns to me and he goes, we call this a Ford sandwich. And I was like, Get so out. do I. Get out. Get out of my life right now. Shut he, up. He turns to me and he's like, we call this a Ford sandwich. And I'm like, so do I. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's good. That's so good. It's good. That's so then, good. So of, course, so, of course, I not having not you know i don't celebrate christmas but that year i definitely made about i don't know 15 or 20 season's greetings cards of that photo (laughs) and i said this and on it it says um this holiday season we're thankful we have enough to eat Shut all the way up. Just shut up. Just <laughs> shut up. I'm so sick yeah. of you right now. Oh my god. It was so good. I was like, this is it. This is this is my I'm peaking right now. I'm that's like, incredible. It yeah, it was. It was really good, man. It was like you cannot, in terms of a Tinder date, you're not topping that. No, you might you're as well not. burn Tinder to the ground after that. Like you're done. I know. And I mean, I tried, but I, and most, most of the time I tried to get the guys I was with to top it. And I was like, it, I'm just kidding guys. You can't like, yeah. unless one of you is like also related right. somehow to the Ford. Yeah. Unless you're literally a Ford. Are you? Yeah. 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 That's and so it, it was, crazy. Oh, it was incredible. Really, truly. Yeah. It was like one of the best experiences and to wake up with all of these little like, um, I don't know souvenirs yeah 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 <laughs> so i would like pull things out of my pocket and be like i don't know i don't understand why i have this i think at one point <laughs> some guy was walking around with bobbleheads and I, so he gave me his business card <laughs> to call him i was like anyways the whole thing was <laughs> as far as tinder dates go man i think that's one of the best i mean uh I, I I will say this feels like the most Toronto centric episode of this show that I've ever done. It's oh, yeah. incredible. Uh, I okay. I have a, I have I have this question for you. Do you still have okay. the mug? Oh yeah, I have the mug. Okay, good. Is it like <laughs> is it displayed prominently in your home? Oh yes, it is. Okay, and good. it always has been, <laughs> especially and people come over and they're like, uh, "What's are that?" You yeah, they're like, are you a Ford supporter? And I'm like, well, well <laughs> how much time do you have? Yeah. <laughs> the short answer is kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The short answer is I support his staff. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's so crazy. And like, okay. Yeah, it's really silly. What did what did the next date you went on from Tinder feel like? Like the one after this? Was it just like, oh, this is all a letdown from here? No, but only because like we were saying before, 
I like coming equipped to a date with like being, you know, the entertainment, you yeah, know? So I, I had this like amazing story to tell that broke the ice and like, you know, that whoever I was on a date with got to ask a million questions and then I kind of like left it to them to impress me with another date. It was just, it was like an all encompassing gift really, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I mean, when the universe was, when the universe decides to deliver to you, honey, she delivers. <laughs> like we we in that year, we were really communing. I think she liked everything I was doing. Yeah, so the universe showed um, up for you yeah. that year. <laughs> oh yeah, incredible. Oh yeah, um, it was great. Thank you for telling me that. That was truly an exceptional story. <laughs> oh good, I'm so glad. Um, we are, we're running out of time here because that was like the perfect length. And I know that you have 3 million other insane stories that I would also love to hear. So like, stay tuned now that we're officially friends, you're definitely going to be like a recurring character on the show. I hope so. Oh, it's all I've wanted. (laughs) Shut up. It's all I've wanted. Get out of here. Um, okay. So, uh, to wrap up the show, what we normally do. Um, because we are living in the weirdest and darkest timeline, especially in 2020. Um, what I ask people to do is do like a little intention setting. So I ask, you know, in the next seven days, what's something that you're going to do that's going to bring a little light and levity to your corner of the universe? And will you think about it? I will answer and I will struggle as I always do because I know it's coming and I never prepare, but here we are. Um, okay. So for me, I think in the next seven days, um, it's a really uh, exhausting time at work for me right now. And it's like, mm. I'm in a role that I don't feel suited for, if I'm 100% honest, because mm-hmm. I've accidentally found myself in the HR department at my company, <laughs> which like, yeah. based on just the content of this fucking podcast alone, maybe doesn't make sense. <laughs> but here we are. I don't know. I mean, we're, okay. we're doing it. Um, and so in the next seven days, I, I've I've really struggled the last seven days because we were doing this project that's just kind of like stealing my energy and soul. So what I want to do is like, I want to find the place inside of that that I feel like I can actually like contribute and I can drive a conversation towards, you know, making the world a more human place. And I think HR, despite all of my... <laughs> deep and dark (laughs) dislike of just the concept of HR. uh, Mm. I'm in a position where I have a little power here, so I might as well use it for some good. So that's what I'm going to try to do. What are you going to try? Oh, I really like that. Oh, I like that a lot. Um, You know, one thing that I haven't done a whole lot of in this process, I'm someone that when I'm struggling, I like to reach out. Um, and I especially just like to touch base with all my loved ones, even if it's just an emoji. But the thing that I haven't done. You do done, love emojis. I, I really do. Yeah. yeah, I really do. Um, I think they're great. Uh, and the one thing I haven't done yet that I plan on doing, and it, it works out right now that a couple of my friends are moving and a couple of my friends are going on trips, um, is gifting and very small, but very thoughtful. Um, I've had friends come and deliver me wine. I've had friends come deliver me like cute little kits to put together myself. I haven't done that yet. So uh, I'm, I haven't decided if it's going to be my snail mail or if I'm going to go drop things off. Mm-hmm. Um, but a few of my loved ones are going to get some cutie little gifts, you know, be it flowers or wine that. or. Yeah, that's really sweet. 
I'm tragic at gift giving. Like I just, nothing stresses me out more than gift giving. I can't do it. Really? Yeah. Because I just, I feel this like immense pressure to be like, this must be the most thoughtful gift in the history of time. And like, as soon as that's your framework, you're just like, well, that's not going to happen. It's all over. And then, and then I go the opposite way where it's like, here's a book I know you won't read. Enjoy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or like a gift card. You know, I, I, the two ways I'm doing it these days, if I'm being honest, um, if you want completely unsolicited um, support, yeah, uh, I'm sometimes, like, if I'm close enough, I am flat out asking them, what do you want? <laughs> what is it that you want? Yeah. I'm dead ass serious, man. And I'll even say to them, like, what budget are you working with? Like, yeah. you're, you're looking for a gift? Tell, like, I don't know. I don't know about you um, because you look like a glowing child. I am just too old. <laughs> to bother fucking beating around the bush what do you want can yeah. i get it for you but anyway so that's one way of doing it and then the other way of doing it is i've, I've started to just gift things that either i've created if they're good i'm not mm. great at creating things so that's that's a big question mark sometimes <laughs> right but i do like to to gift things that i think they oh oh the other thing that i used to do so much better is if your friends have any of those fucking Pinterest boards, I'll go onto the Pinterest board and I will surf it until right. I find something that like I can either afford or seems like a reasonable gift. You know, yeah, like yeah. I think I've gotten like ear cuffs off of that or some shit. Those are those are the two ways: either do some deep sleuthing or just fucking just ask. Fucking it's ask. like opposite ends of the spectrum, but they yeah. work. For me, it's it's my it's usually my father that stresses me out because when I'm like, Dad, <laughs> what the fuck do you want? He's like. I don't know. Nothing. Mm-hmm. You're like, thank you for that top tip. That was great. <sighs> you know what? My it's my dad's birthday coming up and I we I'm in the exact same way. I have no idea what to get him ever, ever, ever. And um this year he admitted he was like, Well, obviously there I don't know about your dad, but my dad is so bored. Right. And um my mom is better at like keeping herself busy. And so I just started delivering lawn games to my dad like oh, fun piecemeal yeah. like fucking croquet and then the next <laughs> month it'll be cornhole right. and then the next month it'll be like a bunch of sudokus and crossword puzzles he can do and then like ring toss i am just and like i don't care you don't use them <laughs> i probably will you yeah, know right. like <laughs> i fucking love I croquet just, i'll croquet any day any day any day yeah. and so and so i'm doing that with him versus like I don't know. I like exactly like you say, like asking him what he wants. And usually it's like, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm like, I, they don't sell that. They're all out of that. Can yeah. you try again? Yeah. My, that's why my anyway. dad just gets tequila. Cause I'm like, I know you'll drink Ooh. it. And also I will drink it. So let's go. That's great. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> that's anyway, so on that note, we do have to shut this yeah. show down. Miss Haley, go, go, go. thank you so much for doing this. I, that was an incredible story. I, you have that's brought, it truly an amount of joy into my life that I was not prepared for today. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I appreciate you. And then together, I guess we just say goodbye. So one, two, three. Bye. Oh, bye. uh, Close enough. (laughs) If you want to learn how the other half lives to a world of facts and fibs and fairy tales with a fail, talk about who you nailed. Oh, girl. Just exhale. This is Fast Fast.